0: Welcome back. I'm Ben
1: and I'm Carrie Nikolai, and
0: we're with Coldwell Baker, Sea Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids.
1: That is correct. All right. So last time we kind of talked, we talked a little bit about fall cleanup, but getting the house ready on the outside and kind of looking at a few things on the inside of the house of getting ready.
0: And fall is gone and winter is here.
1: Well, I think we had winter for two days and now we kind of have this March, spring, spring weather going weir- weirdness. on.
0: Weirdness. Very, very much weirdness.
1: So today we kind of thought it would be a good idea to talk about the holiday seasons and trying to get your house ready to be sold. Or if you already have your house listed, what do I do about the holiday season that's kind of coming up? Do I put up the Christmas decorations? Do I wait? What do we do?
0: Right. Because today is November 20th and next week is Thanksgiving.
1: Yes. We're eight days away from Thanksgiving.
0: Tick tock. Something like that. And then Black Friday and the controversy of when do you put up your Christmas tree and all that jazz. Yes. So there's going to be, you know, the usual staging that goes around in the house. Make sure things are decluttered and nice. But the holiday season adds extra decorations.
1: And it's always one of those things where it's always tradition to put up the Christmas village or to put up the nativity set or to do something that that is very specific for your family. And you want to be able to do that. But at the same time, you look at and go, okay, well, well, we're going to be listing our house or we have our house listed. What do we put up? Because we always talk about making sure that we don't have too many personal items up as people are looking at the house. So that way they're not focused on, ooh, where is that picture taken? Or, oh, I think I recognize that family. We want it to be kind of more neutral, but at the same time, we want to be respectful of the holiday season and traditions of the family.
0: And this is a perfect time to prepare your house in a way that when a new family comes in, a prospective buyer, they can see themselves having Christmas in that space.
1: Right. And be able to see, okay, well, would the six-foot Christmas tree fit here or can we get away with a 10 foot? Right. So it's it's gonna be one of those things where you want to make sure that it's still a pleasing. For you and your family, you feel like, yep, I have had all my Christmas traditions. But at the same time, you know, we made it so that way families can come in and they can say, oh, this is a really beautiful house for the Christmas season.
0: One of the ways to help with that is getting in the mindset of your house is listed for sale. You're moving on to a different place yourself. You probably are packing. Maybe don't put out the precious family ornaments. You know, the, the really close to heart, bit. delicate,
1: exactly. breakable. So just in case that family that is coming in that has young children and your children may be older or out of the house, that if a two-year-old would see it and want to touch it, is it okay if, if that got broken during during a showing?
0: Or just a, a general mishap. Maybe someone with their big fluffy coat turns around too fast and doesn't realize how close they are to the tree or on the fireplace mantle you know, or um, whatever bookshelf or bookcase you have those Christmas village decorations on. You know, it's just good, good habit. And, you know, like I said, you probably want to pack them away anyway, so that they're safe for your move.
1: Yeah. And we're to that point almost where we're looking at if we were writing, if you were going to be listing or have the house listed and we're going to be writing an offer, we're looking at after Christmas for those closings. It's, Gonna, it, it's in that that tight space where it could close before Christmas, but a lot of people are respectful of the holiday season, so that way they close a little bit afterwards as well. So it's it's one of those things of we got to make that balance.
0: Unless the house perhaps is vacant, now that you've already moved on and you're listing your house that is not full of stuff. You could still stage it with a few items to make it feel homely and, and Christmassy and festive. But if that buyer comes in and they've got the short time window that they can get in, perhaps you know they've got their financing in order, maybe they're a cash buyer, uh, maybe it's a listed property that doesn't really need an inspection, they might waive those things or get it streamlined real fast. You might be able to still get it in before Christmas. And that way that new buyer gets into their new house and gets to make it theirs for their first Christmas right away.
1: Mm-hmm. And also like, I think... We do a home book for, for our families that are selling their homes. And so maybe having some pictures of past Christmases of how you decorated. And I know we just got to saying not to have those personal items of, of pictures, but just kind of giving the the new family an idea of, okay, well, this is what it did look like for Thanksgiving or for Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, you know, all of those those holidays.
0: Trying to make it easy for that new family to put themselves into your house that you have for sale before they even... Write the words on a contract.
1: Yeah, it really good. And you brought up vacant homes. You know, we're also now starting to get into that time of the season with vacant homes, colder weather, about making sure that the home is ready for our Wisconsin weather. So we, uh, we just had to have that conversation with one of our, our sellers. They're out of the area and their home is here. We're looking at you know, how warm do you keep the house, so keeping the furnace on, so that way pipes don't freeze. Or if you're gonna winterize, let's get that started so that way we have that ability to still show the home during the wintertime and we don't have to worry about what's going on with the house.
0: And then you also wanna consider the more friendly and inviting the house feels when you walk into it, the more apt you are to have a positive buying experience from a buyer coming into your house. So even though it may be vacant, winterizing is um, a, a fairly straightforward thing. I believe everybody understands that hey, you know, no one's living here. Let's deal with the water so it doesn't freeze. Mm-hmm. That's protected against that. But still keeping the house at a, a moderate temperature, not let it get down too cold so that it's just uncomfortable. And when you come in, people can keep their jacket on. That's fine. I mean, keeping it in the maybe mid 50s. Sounds reasonable. But even that on the, I remembered this a few months ago in January, we went into some really cold houses. Yes. And I mean, the outside air temperature was negative 20s and we were still going on showings, trying to get buyers into places.
1: Mm -hmm. And even though the homes were at, I believe we had one that was at 46, it was still a little too cold even though it's, you know, extremely cold outside, it still didn't feel like you're walking into a warm house. You just kind of right. had to imagine what it was going to be like. So just kind of keeping that in. And technology these days is really helping out with that with being able to control the thermostat from your phone. If you know that the showings are going to happen like an hour before, maybe warm up the house an extra five or six degrees. And then in an hour after the showing, you know, turn that down, back down. So that way you're still saving on those energy costs. and. Be able to have that nice warm house while during that showing, and then be able to control it afterwards.
0: This is one of the phenomenal areas that smart home technology can really, really be helpful.
1: Yeah, and even you know, if you do have that vacant home, maybe put in a camera inside the house so that way you can see what is going on. So, you know, there's the once the showing's going on, you know, try not to look, but at the same time. If you wanted to be able to have that peace of mind of I want to make sure that everything is going okay in the home, you would be able to log in and be able to check on the home and and realize that you know everything is all good.
0: From the agent's side, we tend to use electronic key boxes so that we can monitor who has access to the house. But even if you have maybe a, a cleaning service or that winterization service that you hire on your own, they want to come into the house. You know, uh, keeping your yourself monitoring. The home is, is always advisable. Yes. Um, and also, the, how about the lighting this time of year? We can get some smart outlets. We can connect those and maybe have some floor lamps in the larger areas that would usually have like uh, end tables with lamps. They mm-hmm. don't maybe have overhead lighting.
1: Or even just keeping a floor a floor lamp if it's a switched outlet lamp. So that way when you do come in the home and it's dark, because let's be honest, it gets dark around 4 o'clock in the afternoon now. it By 5.30, it feels like it's 9 o'clock at night. When you're walking into those dark, vacant homes, you don't want to make sure that you have some sort of tripping hazard. So when you come in, we can flip a switch, a light comes on so that way we can see what's going on on that first floor or even, you know, in the bedrooms if they have switched outlets is always such a good idea just to have some lights on. And
0: I think people understand the concept of the house is vacant. There's no furniture, no one's living in it, obviously, but you still need to see what's going on. I mean... I, I keep a flashlight on me, but it just is disheartening to walk into a, a house and try to find the light switches and whatnot. And there's nothing connected to it. So now we're looking at things with the flashlight. It just doesn't work.
1: Yeah. To make the house show ready, just having just a few lights. And then even at night, i mean, going do a, a small little lamp. So that way there's always a light on, just kind of like Motel 6. There's always a light on. And it, that way people driving by, they can see that, you know, it'll look like someone's actually home. So that way, just a little bit more added security.
0: And like you said, uh, switched outlets where there's a wall switch permanently wired into your outlets, that's a very common thing. Um, We mentioned the smart home outlets as well. So you can remotely control when the lights come on or off or see if they were turned on by someone else. That's kind of cool. And then even just maybe basic timers. So get an old fashioned... $12 timer that you plug in and turn your Christmas lights on or your um, lamps, your other accessory items on at certain times of the day. Most definitely. One of the neat things about this time of year, and people get kind of skittish about listing their house in this wintertime portion, but it's this time when people are looking to buy and they have maybe a little bit extra time because they've got the holiday coming up and they schedule a few more days off. You know, Black Friday is coming up. So hey, we're all doing our, our Christmas shopping. But since we're out and about, why don't we do some more some more showings?
1: Well, and it's a perfect time to to, to list because everybody's coming into the, the area. So you never know if your next door neighbor's got that good friend who just loves the area and wants to move. And they want to be close to their their friends. So having your house be close to someone might be the the reason why that family is going to move to town. And having people drive around and look at the Christmas lights, they're also going to be looking at the for, for sale, sale signs, signs mm-hmm. and go, "Oh, this is a really pretty neighborhood at Christmas time. That's a really awesome house." So just doing a little you know, little steps here and there really make your house stand out during those holiday seasons.
0: And the amenities that are in the area have changed. So perhaps we have family coming in and we had a few instances of this already this year where we had the children living up here and the parents wanting to move a little bit closer for yes. some version of that. Um, we know the market in Stevens Point, you'll spend a little bit more for the same house that you would here in Wisconsin Rapids. And then the amenities that we're building here in Wisconsin Rapids makes a great option for, you know, you're only 20 minutes away. You're just down the street. So maybe the kids are working and living in Stevens Point. Maybe the parents or relatives can hunker down here in the Rapids area. We've got plenty of solutions for that.
1: Yes, we do. And it's one of those things that that dialogue that you have with with us as as an agent is, you know, where you want to be or why do you want to? Why I don't want to say why you want to leave, but why do you want to sell? If you want to sell the house because you want to be closer to those grandkids and be able to have that connection because they're moving to another county. Mm-hmm. We want to know about that family history of the house. We want to hear the stories about how the ding in the fridge happened because the kids were running around and the chair fell into it. And that was the blessing out of the disguise because the chair could have fell on the kid and could have been worse, but it just dinged the fridge.
0: And that goes back to uh, the buyers are going to ask two questions. They're going to say, well, why does this happen? Do they not take care of stuff? Then you tell them the story. They go, oh, well, that's a reasonable explanation for it. And then they also do that little tug on their heartstrings. And oh, there's a story that went with it. It's so adorable. I can see my kid doing that. And then you put the buyer in your house.
1: Yeah. And we always try to do, you know, seller letters. So we have mm-hmm. the sellers write the letter to the buyers and just kind of pull on, the, on those heartstrings and just go, this is a great home. This home had a lot of family memories and it wants to be continued on.
0: And like you say, we can make, Copies of some Christmas photos, you know, showing how the decorations were set and really encourage the buyers to be in the mindset of putting themselves into the house. Um, The other demographic of buyers that are looking for houses this time of year are the ones who are more of a required to move this time of year. Maybe they're moving uh, because of a definite life choice change, uh, maybe a business choice change, and they're needing to come into the area. They're needing to find a house. Uh, There aren't a lot of houses on the market here in Wisconsin Rapids. Um, I think I looked today, there were about 24 that are active without any offers.
1: And that's just in the city of of Rapids, but in the total Rapids area, I believe we're at 107.
0: That sounds about right. And they also vary in price range. So you get the extreme fixer-uppers down at the $35,000, along with the very higher end for our area, upwards of eight hundred ninety thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So there's a little bit of something for everyone, right? That median, medium kind of ballpark where everyone really likes to be. Those are still going quite fast. There's not a lot of those on the market. That right around one hundred and fifteen, hundred and twenty thousand dollar range,
1: right? And the, those are the homes. that As soon as they come on the market, you pretty much have a day to decide, and maybe not even that that day. You may have. We may be looking at you, telling you we you have two hours and within two hours we need to know because by tomorrow morning, the house will be under contract. We can see, you know, as far as the pricing and where it's located and how the house looks, some of those homes don't last long.
0: And we've been talking about that here the week before Thanksgiving. Right. We're still having uh small bidding wars and multiple offers on the same house. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at some of the statistics from October, October was a huge month um, here in Wood County, we had uh twenty more houses sold over last month, so last month I believe it was sixty four homes sold and in I mean, I'm sorry in October it was eighty six and the month before that was sixty four roughly and it's in my email that we sent out you know we sent out a market update so October was a huge month. the median price meaning the middle price for those homes that did sell was $140,000. That is the highest median price that Wood County has seen in at least 12 years.
1: Right. So we're still doing good as far as a good strong market for the housing. Again, we're still short on houses Mm -hmm. because we can see that we're working with more buyers than what we are with sellers. There's a lot of people who are tired of renting and want to own their own home because they see the value in it and it's going to be more cost effective to actually purchase a home than it is to rent it. So, we're seeing a lot of that still happening in the rapids area and those that group of people are the people that are going to be they're looking. So, they're a little bit slower on work on on looking. They may not act as fast as some of the people are coming into the town and going, you know what, look, I need a house. I need it within the next 40 days. What do we got? And they're going to be a little bit more aggressive than someone who's just like, you know, what? I'm kind of tired of renting. So I'm just going to kind of see the different areas and see what's going on with them. So that way they can kind of get a better idea of where they want to live.
0: But they still have the forward focus. They're they're looking at these things. They're seeing houses that they may have put an offer on. Uh, they weren't very aggressive on it. And it's disappearing on them again and again and again. And eventually... They're going to be that more serious. Your house, if you list it soon, could be the one that really triggers them. Um, especially here around the the holidays, people want to really get that Christmas present. You know, keys to a new house—that's pretty good Christmas present to give yourself. yeah So even if they don't close on it until maybe after the first of the year, yeah. You know, if we're looking at houses now or in the beginning of December, that's a good thirty to forty days. You know, it's very reasonable for what we've been looking at for closings.
1: Correct. So yeah, some of the things that we've got kind of coming up that's going to be happening fairly soon is December. I got to look on the calendar just a minute.
0: We've got Thanksgiving. We've got the, uh, um, chamber of commerce, the, the event that rekindled the spirit before right. it's on the Wednesday. So that's fun.
1: Well, I was thinking of December 5th when we're going to be down in Nakusa at the public library and we're going to be doing a listing discussion as far as we're going to help walk you through those steps, as far as what do we do as far as a listing, what do I need to do to the home, what are all the steps, How are, how is me as your agent going to help you sell your house for the best price possible in in a reasonable amount of time.
0: So that's the library down in Nakusa.
1: That's down in the library at Nakusa at 6 p.m.
0: On December fifth.
1: On December fifth. Excellent. So we'll get something out on the on the Facebook page and and get that posted. So that way, if you do want to come on out, stop in, and just you know hear what we have to say, and just kind of talk about listening a home. And if you have concerns, those are the that's the time to to do it. You know, sure. it'd be you know, we're we're not asking you to sign the contract right then and there now. But if you have a house that you do want us to come take a look at it, we can make those appointments and we can get you all set up and get the ball rolling as far as talking about what to do.
0: Yeah. And you're there to field a lot of questions too. I kind of get a feel of what the area down in Nacusa, we figured that's kind of a central area. Port Edwards is pretty close to that. Wisconsin Rapids can still get some, not a lot of travel to get down there. It's just a couple of minutes. And if you know of people who are curious about listing their house or what the process is, or how fast this can go, you know, yeah, come down in December and ask some questions.
1: We might have some Christmas cookies there.
0: Ooh, cookies. Fantastic.
1: It's always good to have cookies.
0: And then, well, just, you know, let's enjoy the holidays. Yeah. We're going to be doing a couple more podcasts here before Christmas, so listen for that. And we're going to be doing a ton of Facebook as usual, getting you connected with the area events like the Rekindle the Spirit. It's always a, next a good Wednesday. weekend.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be ending at the library here in Rapids. So Santa's going to be out there. So you can come tell Santa what you want for Christmas.
0: Ooh, fantastic. I know. And it'll be a nice procession up Grand Avenue. It'll be f- the first parade across Grand Avenue. And it'll be great. That opened up just recently.
1: Yes, which is really great.
0: All right. So that's all I have.
1: And I want to make sure you guys have a great Central Wisconsin Day. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.